Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Yeah, my sister invited me into a group chat she was in with one friend that I did know and one friend that I didn't know. Always and it fun. turned into the four of us plus Meg doing a power hour. <laughs> I think that's kind of what culture is now. Yeah. We're we're digitally drinking together now. <laughs> I didn't even drink with them when I could. <laughs> now I'm drinking it's like, digitally. I, I keep on having this fear that uh, this is just going to make people realize that you actually don't need to go out and see people. Like we have everything in front of us. And this is like the full turning point to being those little people in Wally. Yeah. I mean, this all happened right after they made that like segue that looks like the Wally machines. See, it's all over. <laughs> I mean, it only makes sense. <laughs> uh, this dog is staring at me. So yeah, Why you actually have a dog now. I have a dog. That, that's an update. Dog. We can yeah. yes, tell the podcast people that you officially you, have the dog we talked about. If you listened to episode one, we discussed how I was stealing a dog. And uh, I have the dog in my possession. It's currently staring at me and crying. Are you okay? What's going on, bud? All right. We're going to let you out of the cage and see what happens. If this dog pisses on our podcast, I'm going to be very mad. (laughs) Come on, hang out. As long as you stay on video, because as soon as you leave video, all I see is baby Grinch. That's all you need. (laughs) Baby Grinch. What's up? What's going on with you? Hey, don't eat my sock. Already, bad dog. I'm still working. I'll just eat the sock. Go ahead. It's already got a hole in it. I just feel like you're going to try to swallow that. Play with this thing. Is that one of those, like, where you put the bottle inside it? You can, like, put treats in it, and they try to get it out. My mom does this thing where she makes this, like, banana concoction and then freezes it during the summer and then just sort of lets, lets them play with it. Okay. Yeah. So, it's yeah, My friend has one of those... It's for like a the big dog version of it where you put a water bottle in it and they just like go crunch at it for like an hour. Gotta get me one of them. I'm trying to find out like what toys he likes and stuff. And he seems to like to eat grass because that's new to him. Um, and not move or on walks because my mom uses a uh, golf cart to walk the dogs a lot because it's up in like the mountains and stuff, which you can't get up and downhill. It's just the laziest. Did you see the family. picture of the guy walking his dog with a drone? No, but that's great. Uh, that's quarantine ethics now. Go ahead. I saw the one out with of the robot. woman. I saw the one of the woman in um, Don't Eat the Slipper. Uh, it's just all your fault, Danny. <laughs> Somehow I'm blaming this for you. That's fine. Um, I'm here to see it. There's a woman in Croatia that like walked her dog from her like first the second floor balcony where she like had the dog in a harness and like lowered it down to the ground with a long leash. And then when it was done, it, she like lifted it back up. Oh wow! Yeah. Ugh, I just gotta whatever gets the job done. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um. So should we? I guess we can use some of this. Yeah, we right? can. Yeah, we can use most of it, but we should catch people up on where you are and why we're doing this separated. Yeah, if the audio quality. Is a little weird. There is a there is a quarantine on. I'm sure you're listening to this on your couch. And I mean, if you're in your car heading to work, thank you. 
for working real hard and being an essential worker. I'm uh, one of those. Yeah, Dan's one of those. I am not. So I'm in North Carolina to pick up this dog that uh, we talked about on episode one. Uh, his name is Iggy Pop or Iggy Pup. Uh, you can also call him Ignatius J Pup or Igbert, whatever you float your boat. And is so there I'm a just. Better middle initial than J? Well, it's from Confederacy of Dunces. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like Trump. the automatic. It's always J. Like, unless it's Jesus. Yeah. It's J. His middle name is Jesus. Um, yeah, he's Jesus H. Christ. Everyone else is something J. Howard Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, he's a good boy. But yeah, so we're down here. Uh, I'll probably be back up in Philly eventually. We'll see. <laughs> the way your eyes widened <laughs> when you said that, I was like, maybe George is never coming back. We don't know. I mean, think about it this way. Philadelphia, well, if you can hunker down and stuff, that's great. Um, but I am now in my parents' town, which is a population of about 3,000 people. So it seems, why are you drinking? Why are you drinking while I'm on the phone? Fine, don't look <laughs> at me. Know that I saved you. You'd be yeah, nothing saved without you from me. from the paradise. Yeah. You would have been warm Freedom. on a beach right now without me. You're welcome. That's actually true. Without tourists and everything going down there, I'm sure that stray dog population is wondering what to do with themselves. Yeah, they're bored. They're, they're self-quarantined too, but they have a beach to do it on. I yeah. do feel really bad because like, I'm going to have to bring him back to my girlfriend's place and look over and be like, well... That's Newark. Yeah. Enjoy Newark. Yeah. You've seen the beach. You've seen the mountains. Now Newark. Now beautiful Newark, New Jersey. Um, but yeah, so this is how we're going to be doing intros and outros for, I don't know, maybe one more, one or two more episodes. Yeah. You might even do a whole. More. Yeah. But we do have four banked. So at least for that many. Yeah. Wait, who? No, let's not. Let's not tell them. Let's keep it a secret. Well, this <laughs> one we can tell them. Yes, the, this uh, this episode we have uh, the hilarious Charles Blisnick on, who yes. we've been trying to get on for a while. Uh, he runs a a show called "We're Pregnant" with uh, Rose Luardo, and we've been trying to get both of them on for forever. Uh, and just it's been one yeah. thing after another after another. <laughs> succeeded with this one, which. It went from, it was supposed to be Rose and then Charles, and then it was going to be both of them. And then it was just Charles. And then, and then we canceled on Rose. <laughs> we, we still, we, we had to quarantine ourselves out of recording with Rose, but we'll, we'll <laughs> we, actually uh, have Rose yeah. on. We promise, Rose, if you are listening, we will get you on the show, even if I have to Skype in like this. If we all have to Skype <laughs> in, we will do this. The big fish, the Moby Dick. She is. She is the mobiest of dicks. But anyway, this <laughs> one's about Charles. Yeah. <laughs> she runs the show with Charles. Charles is wonderful. Charles is great. Charles is one of the nicest people. I distinctly have a, a, a memory, which I don't think we talked about on the podcast at all, but I was new to comedy and him and Sarah Bell were walking home after Fergie's and I felt very awkward because like, I didn't really know them that well. Uh, but I just trailed them for three blocks before they realized that I turned like I was behind them uh, just because we were keeping pace with each other at like kind of a perfect pace. At, uh, at what point finally, should you have turned and walked a different direction? I thought I would try to. 
Uh, and then I just like, it kept on happening where we like, we'd meet on the same street and then all of a sudden they turned around and I went, Oh, thank God you saw me. It felt very weird following you for that long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Charles is amazing. We, uh, talked about, what did we talk about? Yeah. Dan? I know we talked briefly about the, the things that happened when Charles and I lived together. Yes. And so, we, uh, I, I will say for the people who know, we don't really go into it because it happened way too late in the episode where it came up. Sure. Yeah. But um, at some point we will talk about that on this show. I'm sure. Yeah. But we'll get there. It, so, it doesn't super come up here if anyone's worried about that, but it comes up a little bit. Well, um, way to leave them on a cliffhanger. Getting yeah. these people to show up to know more episodes, Dan. <laughs> I, I want, I want the people who know to know. And when we do talk about it, I will make sure we tell people that it's coming. I don't want to blindside people. Yeah. But yeah, just for the people who know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. But Dan, if you do know, we don't really go putting, into it too much. But you're incorporating deep lore into our silly podcast again. We've talked about this. Get down. Yeah, this is my... This is my honest emotions podcast where I'm not talking honestly about my emotions. Damn it, Dan, we've been through this. We're, this is is a pop culture pop. You pushed over a picture of an elephant. Um, sorry, I'm a little out of it. I haven't seen anybody in six days. Why don't we throw it into the episode? <laughs> yeah, I think that's great because I don't know how any of this is coming off. Hi. All right. So enjoy the episode. We'll talk yes. to you again in the outro. See you at the end. Charles, how are you? I I feel I feel good to be here with you guys. Well, thank with you. you too, yeah. Thank that's you for having forced, me. But yeah. we appreciate it. No, no, that's real. I, yeah, I know, no, that's. Uh, I mean it. I, I, I've like kind of felt down most of the day. And See, that, like, that's gonna be my next question. Like saying like I feel good now. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. What was happening before? Like I, I'm I glad we could do that for yeah. you. But like, yeah, it's nice to it's nice to be around you two guys. You like friendly. It's we try like to a, yeah. <laughs> do, do our best. We do. I just hung out in IKEA for eight hours today, so that was not fun. So I'm glad that like that's coming off where I'm like peppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does it get like does being in that big of a workplace make you get like kind of batty? A little it, bit, yeah. mostly because it's that big of a workplace, yeah. and there's so little to do a lot of the time. Because you get stationed, yeah. Okay. So like, I, are, you, are you always in the same spot, or are you just like show I'm, up and find out? I, I I show up and find out, but it always at least upstairs, but where upstairs? Okay. Um, varies throughout the day, and I have to stay in that department unless I'm called away from it. So it's like if I have to go to the bathroom, I have to radio people. Like I have to run to the back for a minute. Okay. Like I always, they always have to have like some sort of uh, awareness of where you are throughout the day. <laughs> it's like prison. Um, very <laughs> 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 similar to artificial prison. sunlight. Yeah, yes. it's like a yard. Actually, we are selling those now. We have oh, yeah. we have fake window lights things. So um, if you live in a basement apartment, oh you my can God. just put that on your wall Whoa. to emulate sunlight. I, I kind of want one. Yeah, yeah, I do sounds kind of nice. My, my not windowed wall here. Good. <laughs> yeah you can use it on yeah it's like kind of cloudy right now you need it everyone needs one there's three <laughs> different sizes all in like different window sizes you know like prison 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one, one with bars. Yeah. <laughs> no, you do. It's, I watch a lot of DIY videos. If you get just the right amount of PVC to put over that, like, you yeah. could be barred windows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just to make you feel at home. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad we're helping in this. Uh, uh, it's a winter day. Yeah. You're allowed to feel down on a wintry day. Yeah, you guys showed up like 10 minutes apart. It wasn't snowing when you showed up. It yeah. was when you did. It yeah. was. It yeah. was just starting because I got out of my car and a snowflake hit me in the eye. And oh. I was like, really? This is how <laughs> we're going to start this? Yeah, it's now. <laughs> I, yeah, I like, uh, yeah, I, I, it was like half and half. Like I got off the train and then it was like, I don't know. Spitting? Yeah. I guess if spitting even, could yeah. be, yeah. It was, it was so light that I was like, isn't it snowing? Yeah. I don't normally get like, frustrated yeah. by weather, but I do get frustrated by like half weather. Yes. When like it's a snow that's not going to accomplish anything. You don't get to like, it doesn't look nice like snow does when yeah. it's like really snowing. Mm. So you're just like, oh really? It's just cold and in the yeah. way. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to let you know how cold it is. Yeah. And I can do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm just not a gonna. visual representation of how cold it is right now. <laughs> yeah. And then like a misty rain. Like, mm. Uh, I, I don't know. It. I like a, I like a mist. I don't like a fog, which we'll get to later. Uh, Ooh. But see, look at how professional I fucking am on my own goddamn podcast. Fog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fog. I'm not a fan of fog. Uh, not- mist. Actually, that Stephen King movie fucked me up. So I don't like mist either. If yeah. I could stay inside, that'd be ideal. Like all times. <laughs> yeah. Not outdoors. Not outdoorsy. We can get a light window that's <laughs> sure yes yeah yeah you can get yeah you can get one of those it'll be yeah fine. you can really yeah at this point i can do it vr headset honestly if that's yeah. if that if philly comedy wants to yeah <laughs> if philly comedy wants to sponsor me to see like how long can george stay in his apartment mm-hmm. and just they can pay my bills like we can do a fundraiser to see how many days yeah we'll get we'll get like mics and stuff to come to you i think that'd shows. be great yeah, yeah. honestly why has no one done this before? Yeah. You, hey, are you going to be in your living room on you, March you can, 25th? <laughs> <laughs> you could film it with all Ikea furniture <laughs> yes. and have them sponsor it as like, look at this. He seems comfortable in this situation where no one should be comfortable. Yeah. That's just how nice Ikea is. Brought to you by Ikea. And also That's brought to really you by good. Comfortable, our choice hey, for today. We're doing Comfortable God today. Wow. damn it. I'm good at this. So, Shit. So I'm I'm deciding on my own today that I'm going to go first. Wow. Because okay. I don't have that much to say about it. It's Breaking just like a, a matter of fact okay. thing. So I don't think it's going to be too much mm. conversation from it. And my my comfortable choice is the Bob Newhart show. Oh, you do wow. like the Bob Newhart like, show. There's a couple of times now George has come over to record this and it's just been on. Like it is just the pure example of comfort television for me. Wow. <laughs> what about it is like I, makes you feel that way? I've tried to figure that out for a while because like I've just been watching it like Uh straight through for a long time. And I I think it's because everybody on that show like really acknowledges everybody Mm. that like everybody has a full life and they talk to each other. And if somebody says something funny, they laugh. Yeah. And if somebody says something mean, they react like it's mean. Wow. Do you think they did that on purpose because like he's a psychoanalyst? So it's like. It's like they would have like an actual thing where they want the show to be as real as possible and talk about real things just because like the whole show is based in that, essentially. It could be something to that. And like, because like they have they have their neighbor who is just like a player, basically. But at no point does he feel sexist because they're just like, oh, yeah, that's just him. Whatever. (laughs) He's fine. So like even that weirdly holds up, even though he's just like singularly focused on like finding attractive women yeah it's just like no he just 
wants to enjoy women. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's not like objectifying them. It's just like, no, I, I just like being around pretty women. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not like taking advantage of them. He's just like, hey, no, this is just nice. And then right. like uh, Bob Newhart and his and his wife make each other laugh. Yeah. Like that's you don't that's not something you see on TV. No. Like, usually, yeah, you're right. Usually one is the foil and it's just like yes. some curmudgeon who no one uh-huh. watching likes. Yeah. And then the other person is just making jokes at their expense yes. that they're not laughing at. I right. wonder if that started because um of like the honeymooners being like the quintessential like first fam- sick oh, it is, family sick family. It is fully the, the opposite yeah, of that. And then it was just like okay, this is the mark that we have to follow. And by the time the Bob Newhart show actually came out, it was like, like oh, why don't we try yeah. to, you know, maybe make them seem like they love each other yeah. or, or something. Yeah, they do live together in a yeah. one-room apartment. Like, what a, yeah. what a crazy like concept. To make that work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, like, they all work, like, the doctor's office. It's a bunch of doctors have one secretary. And they all treat her like a person, not just yeah. like do my work secretary. <laughs> right. They like listen to her and hear her concerns. Yeah, they yeah. don't like just dump shit on her because like there's a woman in the like. Yeah. They just treat everybody like people, and like it's really nice. Yeah, that sounds. That crazy. is crazy that like a show with that much effort put into that aspect of it that like has gone so underappreciated for so many years. Like I didn't. I had when I started collecting vinyl records. I would get comedy records and about three of them at this point are Bob Newhart and I oh, didn't yeah. buy a single Same. one of them. They're just yeah. given to me, yeah. you know? Uh, so he's this main comedian of the time. And yet throughout my studies of television, which is just being high in college, never heard of Bob <laughs> See, Newhart or the Bob say, Newhart show. Newhart, or, the second yeah. Bob Newhart show is remembered, but only for the ending where they called back to the Bob Newhart show. But, like, that's it. Like, that's the only thing that you hear talked about is, like, oh, man, what a great ending. They did a whole second show as if it was a dream from, like, the people who were in the first show. Yeah. See, that is, like, it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that it's a great ending. That is a great ending. But now, like, I think I was telling you um, the last time I came in and Bob the Bob Newhart show is on was uh, the only big memory I have of him being a comedian was from – he did a guest spot on Mad TV. Whoa. Uh, oh, probably yeah, like yeah, 98 yeah. or something. <laughs> like and he, a Miss yeah. Swan sketch. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot to look this up and I to remember. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Basically, he plays a psychologist. A woman comes in and goes, I'm terrified of being buried in a box. Ah. Like, I'm terrified of it, of being buried alive. And he goes, oh, okay, well, as a psych- psychiatrist, I think that, or psychologist, I think it's important that you just remember uh, these two words. I think it'll really help. Stop it. (laughs) And just proceeds to yell at her the entire time. And then uh, he he winds up, she brings up another issue because he's clearly not helping with the other one. (laughs) And he goes, all right, a couple more words for you. I think they'll really help. He's like, you're not just going to say stop it, right? He's like, no, of course not. We've moved on from that. I was like, all right, what's your advice? Okay. Stop it or I'll bury you alive in a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, that was so like, good. I just remember watching that and be like, who is this funny old man? Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, as as someone, and I'm I'm sure this is going to upset people and it bums me out that it, it does. As someone who doesn't like elf, mm-hmm. it really upsets <laughs> me that most people like our age Only and like younger is like, oh, you mean the guy from Elf? Yeah. It's like, no, I mean the guy who put out a comedy record and won best album of the year. Yes. Yeah. How, how many people have you uh, like 
come over to your house. You're like, you guys want to watch something funny? This always like is my favorite show. And you put on the Bob Newhart show and about five minutes in, they've gone. Isn't that that guy from Elf? <laughs> mm. I, I've avoided that by never asking. <laughs> yeah. By keeping this to myself. Yeah. And then when I do ask, I go, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah what, what, what's Elf? Yeah. yeah. What's Elf? Yeah. Huh? To, to also, to add to that. Do you mean that, Herbie? Yeah. Do you mean Herbie from Rudolph? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Hervey. Oh. Yeah, it's a weird name. I always thought it was Herbie, but I then I looked it up one day. I haven't spent a lot of time with those in my life. I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Elves? Yeah. Elves, should, elves in general. You yeah. should spend more time with elves. I'm a big elves. fan of Legolas. The tall ones? Actually, ah, yeah, yeah. That, that might be the only elf reference that I am a, like actually fully aware of. Really? Is, like, Leg- <laughs> like I like forgot he was until he mentioned it. Keebler as well. Um, I do have a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I grew up in a very Keebler. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't had a Keebler. That's Elf? Their, yeah. What, what, what's, yeah, that's, that's the key. The, those ones that live in the tree company, and make right? cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Keebler like Elves. stripes and the. Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they, they do. Exactly. Apparently, Keebler cookies do all the Girl Scout cookies off season. Like they make their own renditions oh. of them so you can get them when it's not cookie season. I think I knew that for. Thin mints. Dude, that's like... I, I know the equivalent of that. <laughs> it's like a secret it's like, little... No, it's like Narcos mentality. It's like, here's this gap, this opportunity in the market. <laughs> I'm just on picturing it. the Keebler Hells all with <laughs> tiny mustaches and Spanish accents now. <laughs> yeah, dude, upgrade those. Tell me where they are! Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere out there, someone's making shamrock shakes for the other 11 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, McDonald's did that a couple months ago, too. Oh, uh, they, they had like an eagle's yeah, run they, on shamrock they, shakes. They panned off shamrock shakes as eagle shakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come on, man. Brilliant. See right through but, it, but I'll, eat, I'll get one. I'll get yeah, one for like sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. All well, right. Charles, what about you? Uh, what's your comfortable? Comfortable? I, I figured, so I uh, we can talk about examples, but I figured just like an actual, like an attitude. Mm-hmm. That's like, that was my example. But um, I think, like, honesty just really makes me comfortable, like, in a situation. That's the most profound answer we've had on this show. Really? We've had <laughs> five episodes. Everyone's like, steak. Steak makes me comfortable. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, I was just trying to go with, like, a general thing and then to go into it. But um, That's great. That's yeah, weird because I feel the opposite. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, well, sometimes it can make me, like, tense, but I think it's, I think it leads to comfort eventually, but there's, like, a relief when someone is kind of uh, like very frank, even if like at first, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I I think I was aware of it. Thank God you said it, like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or just, you know, like someone kind of, if someone like tells you they don't like something, I feel like that's an intimate thing. And it's just kind of like, it's like, all right, I kind of get your wavelength and we can talk a little bit more about like that's interesting because i will say that i do find that similar feeling but only if the person like does it proper i don't want to say properly or well enough yeah i don't know but how there to is describe like, what i'm what i'm thinking of like I, if you're just doing yes. it abruptly yeah that can I, be like, why why now like, yeah yes. now it's not the time yeah yeah because yeah there is like there is a it's like i mean it's it's almost like um it's just when people are, yeah, like there's like a brashness to it. And it's like that comes off not great. And it also comes off like, but also it's like, you know, someone can do that. And it's like, well, at least I know, I know where they're at. And uh, I might feel uncomfortable because of it. <laughs> yeah. But I can like understand and kind of respect where the person's going. I like that. Yeah. Good answer. 
It reminds me, for some reason, it reminds me, there was an old Looney Tunes episode where it's the retelling of the Big Bad Wolf, and he blows a house down or something, and then at a certain point, someone hands him a note and just says, like, or though, just hands or hand, yeah, he hands him a note or hands him a bottle of Listerine or probably says Lister at that point because uh-huh. it's older. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's like, Oh, here's, here's this. And he looks towards the camera and go, why won't any of my closest friends tell me this? And then just drinks the whole thing of Listerine. <laughs> Whoa. I feel like that's the exact thing of like, just be honest with me. Yeah, we yeah. would have been like, I wouldn't have blown down two houses if you would have just like been kind in this mm-hmm. regard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we would have gotten along. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I want to find that episode now. It, That's I think really it's interesting. A, I think it's like a Merry Melodies or something. Like old Looney Tune. That's so funny, dude. Drinking um, Listerine. Yeah. Yeah, just, just drinking a whole thing of Listerine. Oh like, why won't which, anyone tell me? Like, which would kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, he needs another friend to be like, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need yeah. Bro, I'll spit it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> third, third pig just pities and comes over. is like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like take care of you now. You took yeah. way too much. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see the big bad wolf on acid now. Because it's like take too many tabs ass and you're like, bro, chill. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna be yeah. with you. It's okay. It's like one of those come down tents at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh man, that's I remember funny. there was a book that like every elementary school teacher loves that was like the real story. And oh, was, the big bad wolf. Yeah. I remember that one. That was oh. good. You ever hear this one? No. Basically, he just wanted to go get a cup of sugar because he was making cake. Really? And then he kept on sneezing or something, and it would just blow yeah, like, the houses down on accident, and then he became the villain. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it, it oh, was my all God. Just like, wow. <laughs> like this a, is amazing. A victory goes, or the, the history is written by the winner kind of thing of like, yeah. Yeah. the pigs came out on top, so they wrote the story that he was the bad guy. But then oh my really God. the whole time, he was just... Like he wasn't my doing anything story. wrong. Yeah, he, he just wanted sugar. Well, a couple mishaps, and what? he's the bad guy. What's <laughs> yeah. this book called? I, I have to look like it the up, real but. untold story of <laughs> the big bad wolf. <laughs> it's great. As told by Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude, that's unbelievable. That's so cool. That is, it's like a cool, there's a couple different like cool kids books that I distinctly remember. There was that one. The true story of the three little pigs. The true oh story God. of the three little pigs. There's also one it. that, um, uh, Anna Rispoli, uh, who's a tattoo artist down in Delaware, who mm-hmm. dates another Philly comic. Oh. Um, she uh, she did like a series. She always does like pop culture reference tattoos. And one of them is from a book where it's a rewriting of different Aesop's fables. Oh, wow. But instead of the gingerbread man, it's like the stinky cheese man. And yeah, it's just yeah. like this stinky cheese man with things going on. I distinctly remember that one and the true story of the three little pigs being like uh, illustrated by the same guy. Yeah. So for some reason, those books are linked in my head now, right, right. which oh, is such a weird thing to have in your head to be like, listen, I do not remember uh, how much money I spent this week on fast food alone, but there's these two books, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I only got room for this in my head. Sorry. It's like, it's too important. But see, oh, uh, it reminds me of, um, I only have enough room. Uh, reminds me of uh, uh, Married with Children. There's an episode where uh, Hal Bundy, gets on a sports show but he's not attractive enough to be on the show <laughs> so they get his daughter on and he, and like someone explains to him that like don't worry you can fill her brain with sports knowledge <laughs> but she only has so much space in her brain and there's this visual of like 
boy's phone number, like like a, a, a baseball graphic going into her ear and then a boy's yeah. phone number falling out oh, of her ear. Wow. And it does that three or four times. And then she just goes, looks at the camera and goes, I'm full. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> and my I've, God. That's and so I've identified funny. with that visual so hard. And I've yeah. only seen one or two episodes of Married with Children. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know if I've ever watched a full episode. Yeah, but that's the one thing that sticks out to me because I remember being a kid not doing my homework watching what like whatever like 3 p.m public access station was playing yeah i have show. like oh, that's that's funny though i have like the opposite just because i would watch marriage with children like i would get up really early in the morning to like go to school mm-hmm. and that was on tv and i would just associate it with being like fuck if this is on yeah. now i gotta go to school Damn it. So, but yeah <laughs> it's my, marker, just like, my alarm clock yeah is and like how he's like unlikable too so yeah. it's like it's like this guy's telling me to go to school like, <laughs> yeah of all people yeah but now he's in that modern family show, so it all worked out. Oh, he's getting yeah, money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's also the spokesman for like one of those like get a cheap cell phone companies. Yeah, he's old. Really? That makes sense. Which as soon as you get a certain age, you're just like cricket wireless. This yeah, is my yeah. this is my bread and butter. Which yeah, which which phones have like the loudest volume? <laughs> Big buttons yeah, so yeah. you can see them in the dark. <laughs> Actually, another comfort watch thing for me that he's in is Wayne's World. Where's he in Wayne's world? He's the guy at the donut shop or whatever who just goes Holy on the shit. long, yeah, dark stories. <laughs> uh, dude, I haven't seen that movie in like, I, do, I remember like none of it. Really? It used to be I, on yeah, TV for some reason, maybe I all the time. And like, I, I remember just like, not even intentionally watching both of the, like one, <laughs> one and two, just watching them over and over just because <laughs> they were always on TV. Yeah. They, it, there's a series of movies in my home growing up where they were just like the quoted movies. Yeah. And Wayne's World one is like top five. It's oh, like wow. Billy Madison, Wayne's World, uh, most Brendan Fraser movies. Just because <laughs> they is that were just on. you? That, no, because my sister like would sit down and watch them with me. But on the first episode, we discuss how what makes me happy, the most happy in the world, is Brendan Fraser for some really? reason. Yeah, we got listen to the episode. Comes out in a week. Um, oh, great. <laughs> All right, good. Um, but so yeah, those movies are quoted. Billy Madison's quoted specifically, and I almost sent it to someone recently, uh, but. Uh, Rip Taylor is considered a god in my country. You can't <laughs> walk down the street without being mauled. <laughs> is he like from there or something? Or is it just no. people that really respect it's him? It's just a random him? throwaway line in Wayne's World where uh, the country, what is it? Somewhere in China, like some province in China where she's from, uh, like worships Rip, uh, Rip Taylor as a god. Oh my God. <laughs> For some yeah. reason. And Rip so Taylor gonna, is one of those people who I'm like, how are you a person? How did you get famous? How was you a person? That's true. He did die recently. R.I.P. 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 That took me a second. <laughs> Thank you guys. You're for very it. good. Thank comedian. you guys for acknowledge <laughs> It took me a couple seconds. Uh, I'm a little foggy up you top You should do right more now. mics. You I'm guys, just saying. You're you very funny. Should, <laughs> throw some confetti for that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man. that's great. So George, what is what is your comfortable? Well, people can't see it right now, but I did spend uh, about five minutes Hold sorting. Let me, let yeah, me grab a, a picture, picture for the Instagram. Feel feelings pad at Instagram and everywhere else. Yep. Uh, I've funny. sorted all these taco packets that have been sitting on so Dan's good. table for uh, a while now. <laughs> it actually looks really good in the picture. Thank you. Yeah, I worked really hard on it. <laughs> and... Um, we were talking about it and I couldn't think of something comfortable until I did actually come to something comfortable after sorting it. But I needed to get my mind right by sorting so, all these taco packets. Mm-hmm. Um, a grid of Taco Bell packets. Oh, it's so soothing and 
nice. And then I whispered underneath my breath at a certain point. Oh man. Like <laughs> this was a big deal for me, yeah. but I did think of an actual uh, thing. I listened to a lot of reggae and reggae makes me very comfortable. Really? Uh, yeah. Specifically the band Toots and the Maytals. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is a, a great group from, I believe the mid seventies, early seventies. Uh, they're probably around beforehand, but um, when I first moved to Philly, I would walk to and from work because uh, I worked maybe like I lived 10 blocks from where I work at Ikea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would walk there, walk back. And there's these two um, Toots and the Maytals records. Um, one is called Funky Kingston, which is the more brighter colored record. Like the cover okay. is just has more bright colors. Mm-hmm. And then there is a second album called In the Dark. Right. Yeah, in the dark. I wrote it down so I remember. I just remember them from like the view of the cover because the in the dark cover is just black and gray. And I would listen to one when I would walk I, to work in the I sunlight really and that, one like walking, yeah, 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 and walking one with it was like uh, the darker colored one at night. They are virtually the same record. There oh. are about five songs that are the same on either record, wow. and for some reason, one was better walking at night. And like when you, I just moved to Philly in this neighborhood where like it's a good neighborhood, but there are spots where I'm like a little nervous about walking, especially being like a suburban kid my entire life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and those records made me feel like so comfortable that like mm. I was never scared at wow. all, you know, watching these like seventh street chunkies just sort of lean like yeah. these zombies at nine 30 at night that I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to deal with this now. This right. is not great. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> toots and the Maytals calmed yeah. me down for some reason. Having a, yeah, yeah. That, that is weird. Cause I remember, I mean, my, my reggae is basically Bob Marley, but like yeah. I've, I've gone like pretty deep on Bob Marley catalog. Mm-hmm. And I had very similar experiences of when I was at temple, just like walking around North Philly, just like, putting on reggae but not feeling comfortable just feeling like this is cool no, like yeah. every little it, thing it, like, gonna be all right enough yeah, i will yeah. say that reggae i think it's because that like reggae music comes from uh the slums of jamaica like it is it is the music of the people of jamaica it is not the music for the rich um in that in that socio-economical world uh so there is something about walking around a dingier city listening to reggae that fits. It's like, it yeah. is still like the same sort of vibe. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we talked about it on the last podcast. Uh, I've been listening to this thing about the clash. Uh-huh. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I just finished it. Um, great podcast series. Uh, but <laughs> if people aren't, aren't into it by now, <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it. If they're not, they don't sponsor this. Spotify could give us money if I keep talking about it. So yeah, yeah. we could be I exclusive to Spotify. It's like this is a, a Denmark, Sweden. Type, we try and a Nordic. We try. <laughs> yeah. um, but they talk about how um, you know Joe Strummer always was obsessed with reggae because he knew it was music from the streets ah. of Jamaica, and so he would play reggae songs yeah, on early Clash records. And then he went to a reggae show in London and it was glitzy outfits and fancy lights and a lot of show production. And you realize, Oh, right. I shouldn't like idolize the ghetto. Like people mm. try to escape it. And I'm like, yeah, man, the ghetto where yeah. his music is from. Uh, and, and then he had like this whole realization that like, you're not supposed to enjoy it. Uh, oh, and reggae yeah. is all about like the showmanship of reggae is being like, yeah, we can talk about these problems, but you're here to have a good time. Yeah. You're not here to like be a thing. And I think that was something that I found a lot of comfort in was just like, oh, OK, like it's about having an, a nice time and kind of hanging out and being cool. And it's this low tempo, kind of easygoing stuff just really mellows you out. Yeah. Something about That's it. Cool. Really? Because I don't think I've ever thought about it 
with that much context mm. at all. But like, I was an American studies major. This is my job to know useless information. Yeah. Just me and Tyler Wolf hanging out talking about why Coca-Cola stopped the Civil War. It's great. <laughs> I, I'm interested in that story, but another, another time. <laughs> what's the um? What's like the composition of the band? Like who's in? Toots and the Maytals. Yeah, so there yeah. are, uh, I think, two or three other guys. And then there's Toots, who is an actual person. It's Toots okay. and the Maytals. It's all, all men? Yeah, all okay. men. Um. Toots is like one of the, like apparently from that world is like the greatest reggae front man oh. ever. Um, actually, weirdly enough, uh, they were on SNL the first time that Donald Trump hosted. <laughs> so, oh, really? So Donald Trump that had might to be say, why the name's familiar. Ladies to me. and gentlemen, Toots and the Maytals. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird to like go back and find like oh man live at SNL and it's just the president of the United States. Yeah, dude. Saying also, my yeah. favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, that's. Uh, I guess I forgot, or maybe I didn't even know that he hosted before. Yeah, he hosted I think once or twice before, like the right beforehand. Yeah. Um. Right before. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Actually, I, you guys know what happened. I, I if was you're in. finding this in space on some sort of weird hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking about it the other day. The, the time he hosted right before. Yeah. Was like, I love how we won't mention it. Oh, right, yeah. Right well, before. It was, yeah, yeah, I know. Because I'm not sure Leave what it, it was right before. Because like, I don't think he was officially a candidate yet. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have been no, able. I think he, or was he like just announced? He was. I feel like he was just announced. Or maybe it was like a week or two after because people were anticipating it. And then maybe three or four months later, Lin-Manuel Miranda hosted and did like a whole rap song throughout the back of SNL. You know, sometimes like they go through the halls mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Uh, and one of the verses was like this person and this person and this piece up. And he stops before he says shit and points to the picture of him, like, oh. sewing the American flag. Like, that was one of Trump's promo shots on oh, SNL. Yeah. Was him. Oh, my God. And dude. then he starts saying the line from Hamilton, he ain't never going to be president. He ain't never going to be president. Uh, and the crowd erupts. And then every time I think about that scene, I feel so bad. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just, Ooh, I remember, it's like Babe Ruth calling a shot, then just grounding the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like calling the shot and then going and sitting down. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, <laughs> not true. even swing. All right, <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> I will. Now I kind of want him to come back and and be the musical guest, but not the host. <laughs> <Yeah>. Trump. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be really. Fun. I'd like to see that. <laughs> like both of them, Trump and Lindner. Yeah, yeah the reverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was just so confused over because like network television has like the equal time mm-hmm. restraints that like if you offer time to a candidate, you have to offer time to every candidate. Right. Yep. So like there was limitations <laughs> on how much they could use him throughout the <laughs> night, even though he was the host. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, oh, because he was a candidate. Oh my like, god. If yeah. if okay. he was on like every sketch for the whole night. Yeah, and things. if somebody else wanted to, they would have had to let them. Oh. So like it could have just been like they wouldn't be allowed to deny other people. They would I have see. had to put the offer out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. But I feel like, do you think they have like the loophole is that if someone portrays them? I don't. I mean, because like they have like especially oh, nowadays, no, you, can, you can do parody and that kind of stuff. You, oh, just, okay. you just can't have the actual yeah. person. Technically, like if wow. if you're being like pro Bernie, but you're Larry David playing Bernie. That does promote Bernie. Yeah, who is, yeah, who is definitively does. not pro Bernie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, you know, 
who else can be that curmudgeon <laughs> Yeah, right. Other than uh, James Adomian, who does a great, great Bernie. It's true. Yeah, he's, so good. he's the first and best and probably should be the only. Definitive Bernie. Yes. Uh, so good. But yeah, reggae. That's my answer. Reggae. Awesome. All right. So, so cool. break. We'll be right back. Cool. <laughs> Unpod. <laughs> Make t-shirts feel feelings with dana george on the back pot on yes. <laughs> although that's never been in an episode it is now yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll, right into the show i the want new. physical letters if you want us to make pot on shirts. yeah that's what's up um and we're back we're back no no keep this in i want them to know that they have to write into the show yeah, to yeah. get merch that's true that's right yeah. give an address we, we don't give it don't. we don't give it the easy way <laughs> Don't give an address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give Charles' yeah. address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell Charles that, yeah. that you want merch from us. P.O. Box, Charles' apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah, mail it to uh, fucking Jim Steaks on South Street. And I'll, pick it up. I'll get Some there. They take my mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're under no obligation to send it to us, but they will take it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, well, actually, we found out uh, when Alyssa was over that they lived... Alyssa and 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 what Matt Matt Alyssa and Matt um lived in the apartment next to mine like oh. five years ago wow. so we we never neighbors you're, oh. you're like uh ah uh, what the the Keanu Reeves Sandra Sandra Bullock not speed Lake House Lake House Lake House <laughs> you're, you're, you're Lake House neighbors right? you're Lake House neighbors you're separated by years but oh. right right there <laughs> only separated by time. <laughs> I didn't know the premise. Uh, you're yeah. just like, they, they have a lake house next to each yeah, other? That's they, nice. Well, that's funny. <laughs> premise of the lake house is they, they live in the same house, but years apart, and they communicate with each other through their magical mailbox. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. It's I, a beautiful yeah, the tale. It's kind of like, um, explanatory. I don't remember the end, but I remember it's wild. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I was, I was uh, talking to her, and she was like, a, a wonderful Syrian family used to live in that apartment when we lived there. And yeah. I was like, I know them. We get their mail. I never throw oh. it away. <laughs> I honor their memory by never throwing away their mail. <laughs> I I thought for a while I knew the name of the guy who lived here before, mm -hmm. but then we started getting mail for a whole other person, <laughs> and then a whole other person. <laughs> but like in waves. Philly Philly apartments only go about a year, so yeah, it could yeah. be anyone. I know. We, we've gotten one piece of mail with our landlord's name on it. And then a bunch of mail for three specific different other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to track them down. I feel like that's a podcast. Track, you, track yeah, yeah. Down. you track down the people of the different mail that you get. We have different yeah. comedians on. They bring in mail and we track down the person that used Ooh. to live in their apartment. I mean, this is good. and we force them to interview yes. and talk about their feelings. In the field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like this. Based on the condition of this apartment. I mean, do you see it? It's nice. It's a good apartment. Based good. on the condition of this when we were looking at it. I don't want to meet that guy. Oh, man. <laughs> I would be scared to meet that guy. Speaking of scared. <laughs> wow. You guys. Professional. Wow. Shit. Goddamn. George, what makes you scared? Uh, so I have this uh, thing. The, specifically, one film makes me very scared, and it's uh, John Carpenter's The Fog, the 1980 version. Okay. About, like the remake with Superman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that movie scares the shit out of me. Uh, specifically because my mom had this weird parenting idea where she was like, I'll just show him all the spooky horror movies that I watched as a kid young mm. so he'll get used to it. Yeah. So he can watch scary horror movies that I can't watch now. 
Uh, so she, I remember being very specific. That's- Walked downstairs. My mom was like, you want to watch a, it's a spooky movie, but it's a good movie. Uh, it's called The Fog. And I walked downstairs and we started it. And about halfway through, a man gets snapped in half by the air. What? <laughs> like the Whoa. fog people pick him up. All you see is him flail in the air and then his body break in two. Uh, and then just taken into the fog. And I've never been able to watch the movie again. But it's scar- like it, the exact opposite happened. I do not watch horror movies because I am traumatized by them. That's weird. It's like I do love horror movies now. Mm-hmm. Which is fun because if you talk to Meg, she will tell everybody that I don't like horror movies. <laughs> it's only because most of the time she'll be like, do you want to watch a horror movie? And I'm like, why now? Why all the time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the time? What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I, I tend not to like like nonsense horror movies mm-hmm. where it's just like, look, a dumb thing's happening. and All these people are running away yeah. from it. I don't like that. Okay. But like that type of thing like John Carpenter specifically is like my favorite kind of horror where you're like I don't know what's happening everybody seems scared and they're right yeah yeah (laughs) where like Halloween you're like why any of this Halloween freaked me out here's the thing is that I can palette those horror movies only if I can watch like the making of documentary right beforehand and then be able to watch like how they broke down the scenes. Somehow that helps because there was a Halloween one. I'd never seen Halloween, but history channel did like a series of all these great horror movies from Mm the seventies and how they were made. I think they went all the way up to scream. So it was like seventies to the nineties and just like how different things were done and like why they did that twist and why this was there or why this wasn't there. Like in Halloween, uh, they explain that the reason why the scene where the one boyfriend gets like stabbed against the wall and he just sort of turns he just his hangs head, up there. He just hangs up there and the, and the, 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 the shadow or the creature like turns his head mm. weird is because they couldn't afford blood. Oh. <laughs> and that's why that scene is so unsettling. Oh, so like oh. he's reacting to the fact that there's no blood. Yeah. Like he, the actor just made that choice of like, I'm going to sell my head. And then they were like, yeah, I just thought it was weird that there was no blood. And I was just like, they forgot to yell cut. And he was like, this looks weird. Like, that's all that head tilt was, was him being like, huh. Oh, wow. Not as scary. And it became like a terrifying part of the movie. Yeah, it's because like it's iconic. Just, yeah, because it's like this little oh, play thing kind of thing, like a child. Yeah. Um, but it's just because they couldn't afford blood. And that's also why, like, when you don't see any blood yeah. after all this massacre, you're like, there should be blood. Like, yeah, there should yeah. be a lot more blood. Yeah. Uh, so I can watch him if I watch all the little fun facts mm. told to me by Wes Craven beforehand. Before, okay, before yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I can watch those movies. But, like, Fog, I can't do. Children of the Corn, I can't do. I um, just watched Children of the Corn last summer for the first time. That movie's horrible. And it is still fucking frightening. That is a horrible movie. <laughs> I don't know if I've it, ever seen it. It was always it's about such... children in the corn. Yeah, yeah. That's sounds... all you need to know. They're, yeah. they're, they're religiously, <laughs> cultishly possessed, okay. and they're just killing people. Yeah. yeah just like and that's children, the whole thing. Children, <laughs> children freak me out. Scary. Like, haunted or not, just don't put them in movies. Stop yeah. using children. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin should have died years ago, or at least <laughs> been in movies now. <laughs> I would have accepted that. They've they started like they just did the Call of the Wild movie where the, oh, the dog right. is just CGI'd. Yeah, man. And oh, apparently yeah. people are like freaked out about it, but I'm like, I'd rather that so like a dog doesn't get hurt in the process. But just do that with kids too. Just make them ah. weird little animated children. <laughs> Just so we don't actually have children doing these jobs because they're going to end up broken. <laughs> That's a yeah, broken man, I kid. Mean, I know. Although I did love. Did you guys see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. The girl who's like on set with 
Oh, the little kid with Leo. She's incredible. She's so good. Sometimes they're and really, like, really good. All right, that's a child. I mean, I, I heard yeah, a lot of people saying that if that scene was just like a little bit longer, that that girl's nominated. They're yeah, like, she's like right. that good. I haven't she seen it yet, so but my good. mom, my mom will call me. I'll I'll have a question for my mom, like, "Hey, mom, how do you do taxes?" Like a question I yeah, need yeah. answered, and she'll be like, "So me and your stepfather just got out of seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So good because <laughs> you think it's gonna go one way, but then it's another way." I was like, "Yeah, it's a Tarantino movie. He does that. Like, there's a twist every once in a while." Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I did not know. A bit gory, but so it's a payoff is great. You gotta see this movie, George. <laughs> it's a bit gory, but the payoff is great. Yeah. Spoiler alert: <laughs> the great payoff is the gory part." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my mom. We should have her on the show at some point. Oh, yes, then you do. I mean, you just have a good. It's funny accent because, like, Island. that's how she sounds normally. But then, if she answers the phone, she doesn't know who the number is. She sounds more like a gay man than an actual woman. Oh. It's she'll like bro- break from Fran Drescher to hi. This is Cindy Rogers, State Farm Insurance. Oh, how are you? Wow. It's so. It's just like an immediate flip. Yeah, yeah. It's something turns off, and then as soon as she recognizes the voice, and then I was like, oh hey, what's going on? Oh, that's so funny. She like switches back yeah, into it's just wow. it's like I have to be professional, professional, professional. Oh, it's Julie. Julie's on the phone. Yeah, hey, yeah. Jules. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's really funny. So, Charles, what uh, what's something that makes you scared? I okay. So I went with um the same way I was doing the mm-hmm. comfortable one. By the way, let me also say, just back at the comfortable thing, you two make me feel comfortable. Thank you. you. Make me ah. Feel comfortable. In this invite, yeah. Can so we get you some more tea? <laughs> yeah, no, right. um, <laughs> so, honestly, that's why I wanted you on this episode. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Oh man. Well, wow. yeah. Thanks. Um, I don't know you personally that enough, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, look, I, I lived with Charles. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. You have told me this. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, it was a fun scenario where we were going to live together, and then we had to postpone it, and then Charles couldn't live with us anymore with the timing, mm-hmm. and then he ended up living with us anyway. That's it nice. Was, yeah. It was a beautiful serendipity yeah. moment. Lovely. Yeah, it worked out well. Man. I had a similar thing where I was sleeping on someone's couch, and then they were going to get a new place, and I was going to put on the lease, and I was like, ah, I don't actually live here, so I don't have a home address or a credit score to speak of, and then mm-hmm. I just moved back home. Yeah. Similar but different. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what are you comfortable about? <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, no, the scared. scared one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did about? it in like the same vein, with, which is like a general, but uh-huh. um, I think it's change. I think change, change like, scares me a lot. You have a very interesting answers with this because comfortable is honesty, which would freak a lot of people out. It was just like blatant honesty. Yeah. And then scared is change, which I feel like a lot of people, well, change can be scary. Uh, I feel like some people take that stride and they're like, wow, it's something new, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I, it might even not necessarily be change. It might be like impending change because then mm, I get to like. Build up. Yeah. I get to like worrying or just overthinking, hmm. you know, imagining. Like there, some there's something like very anxiety provoking about the thought that like this is about to change yes. things will be new when, when you don't know yeah. what the change is going to be but yeah. you know it's going to change yeah ex- well yeah exactly yeah it's like what will this look like what's the yeah like what i don't maybe i don't even know the change yeah. but like um it's like that's the conversation i have with people because like i i'm very easy with flowing through changes and it just i mean Partly by the nature of my job is you just right, have, yeah. you just have to be yeah which I wish I could say more about it but I really am not allowed to yeah yeah but like you just have to be on your Dan toes. gets kills people for the CIA <laughs> I just wanted everyone all our listeners to know that he is actually like his great grandfather was the one that set Lee Harvey Oswald up actually it's a family <laughs> business it's actually where the grandfathered in term comes from yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Please continue. But yeah, so, as someone that definitely does not kill people. Yeah, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but if you want to say more, kills the fuck out of some people, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so like you just have to always be on your toes, and like you never know what is going to happen. Even yeah, though like, they could the have a knife on them or something, it could right. suddenly just not be. Yeah, so like I've, mm-hmm. I've become very good at just kind of handling it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's like... I love how all the things you're saying still fitted my fantasy that you kill people for a living. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to be prepared for every situation. Yeah, you know. <laughs> if it goes wrong, you still have to have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> have that, has that, like, you having the job made you... Like, it's obviously made you more comfortable with it, it sounds like. But yeah, and is like, that how it... That's, like, the primary thing that has made just, like, that... I talk about it, like, in that context, but, like... It's the thing of like all those things happen and then after they're done, you look back and realize that like it was all fine. Yeah. Right. So well, like, yeah. All yeah. of these things changed abruptly and whatever. And at the end of the day, the day's over and whatever. Yeah. You, you you did it. Yeah. It's over. It's fine. Nothing is like vastly different. So it just amounts to a small change. Yes. But at the time, a small change feels incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. how am I going to handle this? Right. Like, exactly. Like, once it's over, you're like, oh, no, I did. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's done. I handled it fine. Yeah. Yeah, when it happens, uh, just, yeah, when it happens in general, I mean, I think it's, like, after the fact, you probably have more, like, of an objective view because you just have some distance from it. Mm -hmm. But when it is happening, you feel like it's, I mean, sometimes, depending on, like, your disposition, but it feels like it's just happening to you sometimes. Oh, yeah. And then that's, I think, also scary. And you, like, kind of make up a story where you're, like, like this is happening to me like what you know mm-hmm. it's easier to create that narrative too because a lot of the time changes because of another person in your yes. life so like you're like they're obviously okay with it mm-hmm. it's like they're the reason for it right but i'm not yeah so like how do i reconcile with the fact that this really is just me and then as soon as you have that thought you're like it's just me this is only happening to yeah. me. yeah it just starts to cycle and you're yeah. like uh-oh i know that's so, yeah. uh yeah. No, I I I've kind of feeling that a little bit too with the whole moving up and stuff where it's like moving in with someone and it's like oh, yeah. a whole thing yeah. where uh, like I I know in my core that I'm fine with it. Yeah. But there are like these things in the back of my head, you mm-hmm. know, that happen and sure. because of that huge change, it's you know, changing over an address, it's living with someone that I've only I try to spend as much time with my girlfriend as possible but it is a longer distance relationship yeah um so it is like tough to like you know if I have two days off then I drive up there or if she has a weekend off she'll drive down here even if I'm working so it's like taking time and now it's going to be all the time every day you're right there and that's terrifying but it's also a change that I feel like we're comfortable enough with each other where it's like it's an exciting scariness yes I think and you're gonna have space too so like it's a very small house but it's, <laughs> it's it's enough that like you can go to a different room, yeah. yeah and like that's, sometimes that's all it takes. It's it totally, just like I have another huge. place to sit where you're not right now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's we totally. actually they were doing that in the basement because we're trying to turn it into like a apartment ensuite kind of thing <laughs> in her basement, and we didn't want to build any walls, so we're actually like building the dividers between the two rooms where it's bedroom living room. So half wall separation, technically different room. Yes. So I'm yeah. excited about it. I'm like, <laughs> Even that, I think, is only a while you're getting used to it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because like once you're used to it, you're just like, whatever. You're yeah. you're around. It's, yeah. You're here. Yeah, because I'm still not even used to living with roommates to this way. I mean, you've met my roommates. Yeah. We're, they're fine. Yeah. They're just I, different I get people. I to avoid them. Yeah. They were very nice. They stormed in because they were out drinking 
one of them was like, I have to wake up early because I have work at three. And then they stroll in at Wait. what, 930 at night. Okay. Come in piss drunk from garage yeah. at Pass Young. Yeah, yeah. Just That'll just, happen. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> Come back. We're like, all oh, you boys doing your podcast? Let me on. I got feelings. I got uh-huh. feelings, bro. I got feelings. And then could not tell us what a feeling was. Yeah, could not <laughs> at all. Yeah, not even an example. Then this- they sat quietly eating Wendy's by themselves. And I was like, I have to kick you guys out. Yeah. We need to finish this. We're only halfway through. And he's like, okay, I see. I see. Like, they're good guys. Yeah. Yes. They mean so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? But I hide in my room a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need that. I need that separation. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's how I handled it when I lived with him. Yeah, he just hid from. He seems abusive, so I can understand. <laughs> Actually, it was, being... it was weird. I think my my schedule was different. <laughs> we, we had four people in that house, and my schedule was somehow different from everybody's. <laughs> 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 but like somehow there was just you time were the where ghost I could in the house. Yeah, like I like... could just sit in the living room and like no one was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm getting away with this. That's great. No, sometimes I'll have that too, especially because of like working a retail job. You do get those weirder hours, right? And like there are times where like wow no one's home, I yeah. can I can put on a record I can make myself eggs like right? no one's around my a one roommate has two cats so I'll just hang out with the cats because like oh my god I don't have a cat I love to hang out with a cat right uh, and as soon as like someone comes home from work it's like it's broken now. yeah like right. my alone time is gone mm-hmm. yeah like I, I was a teacher and for that year that whole year literally up until the day we stopped living there i was a teacher (laughs) it all happened on the same day (laughs) and like i would get home at like 3 30 so like no one was there and i just like we had a roof i just go sit on the roof and chill (laughs) where was was this apartment um it's like 11th and washington ish federal yeah yeah by that um it was like a what do you call it like the little market there's like a A little market there a little further down from that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first moved here and I lived on 10th, lived on like 10th and Rittner. So I actually okay, I parked, yeah. I parked right in front of my old apartment when oh, I, really? when I oh, got nice. off work. Um, but I would, I would volunteer at Good Good. Um, and so I would ev- pretty much every day walk home from Ikea, go in, shower, change, put on like walking shoes and then walk from 10th all the way up to like Good Good yeah, yeah. in Chinatown. And it was just this nice, soothing walk. Yeah, a lot of nice. toots in the Maytals listening. Yeah. Um, but, like, I know that whole street now. Like, from there oh, to yeah. Spring Garden. Yeah. I know every single nook and cranny of that fucking street. That is it's the funny. nice part about walking. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Like, it's funny, too, because I was watching. I'm trying to do this thing because I, I loved skateboarding as a kid, but I was too chubby to do it well. So, like, I just gave up <laughs> on it. You. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, like, I gave up on skateboarding. And I liked watching skateboarding. Uh, so I recently just started watching like uh, movies that different teams put out on YouTube because Thrasher uploads oh, there's, them all. There's a ton of yeah. like skateboarding stuff, Instagram yeah. wise, Instagram yeah. stuff, YouTube stuff. I just I'm watching it and I made the um, generalization of like there are plenty of people that do not play football but obsess over football. Why can't I do that? But I think there's this underlying layer of like, oh, you're a poser if you don't actually skate, watch and skate videos. Oh, that, that definitely comes with skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a bummer because it's like, yo, I want to see like right? the new Zero tape yeah. that came out, you know? No, that stuff's awesome. It's yeah. great. Yeah, and man. so I'm trying to do that. I forgot where we're going with this. Skateboarding is so fun to watch. It's so Still. much fun. Especially when like those videos are done well where it's like yes. part – like their life doing it and then also like really cool lines that they're doing also it's weird to think that like 
that's the world that Spike Jones came from. Yeah. That one of those people could be the next Spike Jones. It yes. freaks me out every time that I see, uh, what's that crazy Scientologist name? Uh, he was in the Chipmunks <laughs> movie. Oh, uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Jason Lee was a professional skateboarder. Yeah, he was for like world, years and years and years class. and years yeah. and years. And then he was like, I'm going to try acting. He started doing acting. He started picking up really well. And now, like, the guy from the Chipmunks movie is just like, my roommate plays the video game Skate 3 all the time, yeah. which is just like the harder version of Tony Hawk, where instead of hitting certain buttons. It was the real version? Yeah, it was the real <laughs> version. Dude, you have to like actually flip the thing to do an Ollie on it, man. It's intense. Um, but their coach is named like Coach Frank, and it's just a picture of him. Whoa. Like being a skateboarding team coach. Wow. Weird. Yeah, and it's just very strange to think about. Yeah. And it scares me. Thank God we got back to it. <laughs> <laughs> this show is mostly just tangents with Dan and George. So not to really bring it down after that one story. Oh, yeah. Let's story. talk about your fears. Yes. So you're talking about the change thing. And when we lived together, we had a very abrupt change. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. I'm not going to go too far into that. But I do think that that has also helped me just be okay with change. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Mm. You just you just have to be cool with it. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a that's like a trip because it's like mm. there's. I did hear the re- story, but yeah, we can keep it vague just for the podcast. Dude, yeah. the reconciliation is like. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's just with like other people and then like yourself ultimately. Mm. But yeah. like, yeah, you just like kind of have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine you have to, but yeah. like. Better too. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, be, yeah you'd feel better. It's harder not to in those situations. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, you end up going doing like, you know, whatever something else just to like distract yourself. Yeah, I, guess. Mm-hmm. I got really into baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like this is this is it. I'm doing baseball right now. Yeah, and it, was, it was right around the Cubs World Series. I was like, this is great. What a great story. Yes, and it's like <laughs> latched on. And like, yeah, man. So strange about like, you know, finding a family of rats living in your wall. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know the real thing that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. it, it is weird because I, I talk about it like it's the, the thing everyone knows, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Like how many, ugh. it's weird how many people don't. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Okay. You want to take a break? I'm all right. Okay. Yeah, man. We get emotional on this show. It is feel feelings, Dude, uh, but yeah, it does I happen. Mean, I think our first episode. Oh, yeah. I cried in the first one. You have to. It's the first one. We got to get those viewers. We got to get those listeners. We can't do a sad episode and not cry. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The last time time I cried didn't feel good. But then the one before that, great. Great cry. (laughs) Great cry. It felt so good. Is there a specific difference? Um, Pain. Pain mostly. <laughs> I think you know what? Were, were they emotional cries or like physical cry? They were. They it's were like both a- emotional, and uh, I think the the other one was. I, honestly, I think it was just like logistically, there was just another person there while I was crying, mm. and it just felt like that was the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, the, I would yeah. feel like the opposite of that, where it's really? like, oh no, someone can see my shame. I was raised yeah. very Catholic. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Yeah, some, yeah, somehow, I mean, I, I think I just lucked out with the person I was crying in front of. <laughs> I think, I, I would agree with that, that like, it's very comfortable. Yeah. If like you're in that situation and they're okay. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, I can just do this. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I don't have to pretend like this isn't what I want to do right now. Yeah, man. When was the last time I cried? So much of a man, guys. Oh, never cry. <laughs> never cry. Just bottle it up. <laughs> I think I got a little upset when my uh, 
my dad said he wouldn't come to my wedding if my sister was there. But I don't know if I mm. cried. Wow. Yeah. That's... I was just like, okay, well, fuck you. And then I wrote a song about it because that's who I am. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, at least you got something out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what like... I can do. I take all my pain and I materialize it into something and yeah, then push yeah. it out in a certain medium. So right. that works. Does it, yeah, does it, have you like... We have you made that? Oh yeah, dude. We're gonna <laughs> Taco Bell grid. I got, looks I, like I got too emotional. Hold on, you know hold on. <laughs> you know what that looks like? You should you should string these together and make like a curtain for your door. You know how people have like the beads? You should make it with these. I want to do that so badly now. <laughs> I just want to film a sketch where that's in the background and no yeah, one yeah. talks about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, or that's at, like the door to the impeachment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've written more of like that type of thing mm -hmm. than actual sketches of like one day I'm going to make something and this is going to be in it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. never the actual yeah. thing. Yeah, just yeah, like no random one. shit around. Yeah. Like I have a bunch of like background jokes that I've written, but like yeah. not a not a single thing that they would be. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Yeah, I so hid funny. for a while um, in my dorm. Was it my dorm? I forget. I must have been at home. Uh, I saw it on the internet. It's not my joke, but my sister had all these like fake mustaches, uh -huh. so I put one in a bag and like hid it behind in the toilet tank. Uh -huh. So when someone had to fix the toilet, oh, it was man. a Ziploc bag with a mustache in it. And when someone questioned me, I was like, it's my secret stash. You found it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. That's so dumb. It was so dumb, but the, the payoff. Yeah. The payoff of six months before the toilet broke. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> just knowing like you could be pissed off, like work's kicking your ass, school sucks, and you're just like, don't worry. Soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, soon someone I, will I just get picture it. you like coming home it. and like opening it and being like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's still there. It's still there. Everything is fine. Yeah. I just want this. I need this. <laughs> That's, actually, I kind of like that. I kind of want to hide like, Do that. a joke. For just myself. hide a joke for a while. Wow. It's great. Like, I can't remember what it was. I set one of those up before when I was a kid. And then, like, when it paid off, I had already forgot about it. I don't know what the fuck this mustache is. That's weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so like, yeah. Like, I, I was denied the payoff because, like, they were like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did do that." <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I do sometimes think about leaving things for myself as like a little thing, but I always remember where it is, so it's never fun. Like you know, like leave like a weird like rubber ducky somewhere on a top shelf that I right. won't look at until yeah. I mean the one thing I do have every once a little rubber ducky behind. Are we just leaving that there until yeah. we move? Yeah, they're, oh, yeah. They're, they're just there. I also have a Those bunch of... are also, of, like, interesting colors. I have a bunch of animals over there. That one duck's an owl. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so that's why. Yeah. Dude, that, that looks funny. I left a, like, half and half iced tea bottle from Wawa, like, the day we moved into my new, newest apartment, and I put it on a shelf underneath the stairs thinking I would forget about it. So when we moved out, I'm like... Wow, we lasted two years here, man. That's crazy. Like, what a memory yeah. time capsule. Yeah. You but and then, me, bottle. Yeah. yeah, but then we just started putting like all our tools on that shelf, so now oh, I have to do it every time something fucking breaks. And I'm like, oh, this fucking bottle's still oh, here. Still there. I should really throw this away at this point. <laughs> when I was uh, a kid, we had bunk beds, but they were very close to the ceiling. We had a low ceiling in like a basement. Okay. And there was like a hole in the drywall, and I used to just like, put stuff there and like nothing of any circumstance but like it would just be fun to like before i went to bed to be like yep still there <laughs> like, i think a couple times i put like a couple dollars up there but most of the time it was just like there's a baseball card I've, been, like, whatever. I've done the thing where i'm like i'm gonna like use a dollar as a bookmark in this book and then i'm also gonna forget it's there and then one day 
I'm going to find that dollar. It's going to make my day. But then I also live a life where I'm broke most of the time where yeah. I just every few days I'm like, there's got to be a fucking dollar in this. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just picturing the world where I do that and then decide to read a book twice. <laughs> no, it's a placeholder. See, I don't read the book completely. I've been on the same uh, book about yeah. New England whaling culture for yeah. three years. Right. <laughs> It's called Leviathan. It's great. I'm on chapter four. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's a great book. It's yeah. a real book. I cannot finish it. Oh my God. <laughs> I just leave a Is dollar it? in there, then need it, then I have to restart it because I don't remember where I left off. Yeah. Then I get to chapter four, then I put another dollar in it, then I'm well, broke again. Is it really technical? It is. It's like, it's very in-depth of like, what kind of whales were they looking for? Where it started in Spain? Like, when was oh. the first time that you, like, they believe like a natch, like a national... F- entity actually took whaling seriously why people would travel to america like the new world which was like its first cash crop essentially was whaling it's a whole thing and that's chapter two two. (laughs) i've grew up in new england so it's like a big part of the culture i I, I keep trying to find ways to the transition back no there isn't whales are scary like moby dick what are you scared of (laughs) Are, are you scared of finishing that book I'm scared of finishing anything. I have commitment starting. issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah, do I feel do. that way. I've been actually been a, like a pretty good reader this year. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to like stay on top of reading like fiction. Mm-hmm. And I get towards the end of a book and I'm like, shit, now I have to find another book. And yes. like yeah. that idea just scares me of mm-hmm. like, oh no. Do you do <laughs> fiction or nonfiction? Usually I do nonfiction. Okay, yeah. So like that- this year I've been trying to make a point of just reading stories. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I get very like, like, I feel like the, the end of every fiction is bad. Yeah. Where they're just like, well, I have to be done. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I just finished one. It was called The Dog Stars. And it's basically like a very slow paced, like, kind of Western feel, but it's post apocalyptic. Okay. And I kind of like that. It's, it's, it's very well written. The tone is very, very just easy to get through. And then you get to the end and it's just like, and then he met a woman and everything's over. And yeah. you're like, the fuck? Come on. <laughs> He's been, it's been him and one other guy and his dog this entire book. And then you're just like, and he found love. Fuck you. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> this book need a romantic story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's uh, but anyway, my, my fear. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I transitioned so we well. We didn't and ask I, you. <laughs> I transitioned so well back to it and then changed the subject again. Yeah, it happens. So my fear is the song Bad Bad Things by Andrew Jackson Jihad. Okay. Or AJJ, if anyone wants to look it up, they are not listed as Andrew Jackson Jihad anymore. Yeah, fair. Which I guess is probably a good marketing decision. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did change but, it. And I think they said they changed it because it was like, not a lot of people like Andrew Jackson, not a lot of people like Jihad. Yeah. So let's just drop it, but, change yeah. it, abbreviate it. Yeah, that's that's definitely like a high school punk yeah. name of like, <laughs> I know no one likes this stuff. And now as adults, they're like, oh, damn, no oh. one likes this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah. One of my first um, uh, punk bands I, I was in when I was a kid was the Ketchup Covered Masochists, which is a terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It man. is. Yeah, there was that one. There was Stabbing Steve. That was another solid. These sound like jokes. They're not. Yeah, they, do. <laughs> they are fully, fully blown bands. Wow, <laughs> we would practice in a basement, never play a show. It's very important <laughs> that you know we never played shows. <laughs> so, yeah, Andrew Jackson, Jihad, a band I love very much. Yeah, what's so scary about the song? The song is a. 
basically a first person narrative of a killer talking to someone who survived of a family that he killed. Whoa. And it is graphic oh my God. and descript. Holy shit. And like, I, I cannot listen to it anymore. It is one Was of my that f- album the one with the bunny on it? Yes. People, okay. people who can eat people are the luckiest people in the world. That album. <laughs> people that can eat people. Yeah. Wow. I get, uh, I get it wrong every time. Every time. <laughs> Wait, I, isn't it but they got it wrong? But you it. Okay. I did it right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. I, I killed it. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> Even they're like, we're going to play this whole album in its entirety. <laughs> There's like a red squiggle. On the <laughs> <laughs> Fuck again. <laughs> we should know by now. Yeah, I could see that being pretty fucking like, scary. The, the whole album is very like emotionally honest and all mm-hmm. that. And like it, this is right in the middle of it. Yeah. And you go, it's all of this stuff. And you're like, all right, I'm kind of commiserating with this. And some of the stuff is very positive. Yeah. In that kind of like you've been through something, but it's okay kind of way. And like mm-hmm. very like the world is okay. Just yeah. go be part of it. And then this song is right in the middle of it, Whoa. and I cannot listen to it. <laughs> like I, it's I just I go right past it. Yeah, like, I cannot listen to it. It is so oh. graphic, mm. and it's like I, I can't tell if it's like remorse because like it has a chorus, so like the, the chorus kind of interrupts how I hear the song a little uh-huh. bit. But like I can't tell if it's trying to be like remorseful of like. I'm sorry I did this, but it's also like graphically describing the things that he did. Whoa. And it is horrifying. Honestly, what a fun song. Like, what oh a fun God. writing exercise. Oh, really, it had to be fun to write. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's him sitting there like, this is going to fuck some, so much people up. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, that could be heavy. I, the only tough. thing, the only song that I ever knew, very different genre and very different world and why the song is sad. Um, but there is a song on like Ed Sheeran's first album that was about his friend who was pregnant, uh, who lost the baby. And you don't feel, know that she lost the baby until the last verse of the song. And once you hear that, I would skip that song every fucking time. Yeah. yeah. She's like, no, I don't want to like emote with that. That's it was it was weird. It's the only song in the world that like similar emotions, but like not as scared, just more like bummed out. At the end yeah, of it, yeah. uh, where I'd have to skip the song. I'm usually like a records guy, so I like listening through oh, yeah. the whole Start thing. To finish, you know? yeah. That, yeah. That's what bums me out about this one. Is yeah, <laughs> this, this yeah. album solid? Like, there, there's not another. Like, I don't even think this is a bad song. It's so right. well written, <laughs> and that's why it's scary because like yeah. you're in it. Who told you? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you you are you are the first person. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you remember me? Like me? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you you are the one doing it. It's like it's. It's very scary wow. to be part of that. It's like it's very sing along kind of like like gangs all here kind of thing. Yeah. And then you get to this song and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, Alkaline Trio. What's the name of the song? Uh, this could be love. Where like the hook of the song is just love like, for fire. <laughs> yeah. No, the hook of the song is um, step one. Oh, uh, slip, slip my, my throat. throat. Step, Step two, two, play in my blood. <laughs> Woo! Step three, cover me in dirty sheets and run laughing out of the house. And you're just like, Damn. but it's done in like, it's just very like poppy and nice it's, and fun. Oh <laughs> it's a bop, but it's also <laughs> like, who said you were allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, um, even like old Eminem is like graphic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a hard time with that now too. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't before. I know. 
I before think, you were yeah. like, wow, he must have really done these things, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think even then I was able to separate yeah. that. I was like, oh, he's just telling a story. Mm-hmm. Right. But for some reason now I'm not comfortable hearing the story. Weird. And like, I'm just, and also I'm not as into him as I was before. Same. So I think there's that element too of like, I've seen him go from this guy who could rap really well, do serious songs and also be funny to a guy who just seems to be way too serious. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, those funny things were just the thing you were doing to make money and that's kind of shitty. And now I don't know. I feel shitty. like from what I've <laughs> yeah. watched, it's less of that and more that like he's had he has enough money to maybe be able to it's not it's not about like, oh, these songs are for the money or these songs are for the entertainment value. I think it's more like these song like I did the funny songs because like I needed some way to cope. Oh, with yeah. Like my yeah. hard life and everything. Mm-hmm. So I did the, like at least I have my sense of humor about me. But now he can be like, no, I like I'm OK. It's OK to feel these things and let me talk about these things for the whole thing. Oh, he's like very yeah. abrupt now in, in a good way, I think, yeah, like yeah. the way he goes about it but i just don't like it as much anymore yeah yeah i don't yeah you're missing the goof goof side yeah i like i like the approach i I like that he's just like no i'm an adult with depression like yeah here have it but like Mm -hmm. what's crazy too is that we can track that as fans like we know why he's (laughs) like got depression like we understand like where the stems from and everything so it is weird to be able to track a progression like that i recently just saw a picture of amanda Bynes, and i'm like oh we should never have done that to you like we can track why you're like this oh yeah wait she's doing better now though. she's doing better she just got engaged well, she got engaged or something I she got she engaged that's news. why she was in the news but it's also like her parents are still her legal guardian even though she's 29 yes, there's like some weird so fucked up shit yeah we're like her like, parents are like you're not engaged you're yeah. still broken and we have to help fix you and Dude. she's like no i'm happy this is my boyfriend we're engaged uh so it's like this thing between like i am a responsible adult who is better and i yes. want to have my own life and her parents are like we don't see it you have yeah. a face tattoo does she? She does. She has a big heart in her cheek. Does she? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And it's, I don't trust anyone with face tattoos. I'm going to get one. I'm not going to yeah. trust you. I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude. What would you get as a face tattoo? I feel like this is a good place to end. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is Everyone, we have to oh, go around man. the room. What would you get as your face tattoo? Mm. Oh, man. I, I would want to do like the, the Post Malone never tired or always tired or whatever that one is. <laughs> okay. But it's like always tired. Yeah. Uh, that's that. funny. I, uh, people always mistake my leg tattoo for that because it says Mama Tried. Uh, oh, nice. And people are always like, Mama tired? What's does that mean? <laughs> um, Mama didn't teach you to read? <laughs> Mama didn't teach you nothing. Uh, <laughs> Whose original song is that, by the way? Merle Haggard. It's, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you would get always tired. Uh, see, I, I don't think I would because it's, you it's think someone it. else's tattoo, but it's like my favorite face tattoo. That is a good face tattoo. Charles? Uh, I think I get like C below or something. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like is there more? That Put is it like good. on the forehead or like lower? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would like, be like, don't look be, at my eyes. Yeah, the bottom of my face. So then my eyes are over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get like a little cloud. I'll do a cloud. <laughs> oh, dude, that's good. Cloud. When, when, good. I, when I cry, it'll be... It'll be raining. Whoa. Now this is now. I didn't even think that through when I said it to start that sentence. Amazing. That's great. That's great. Also, that cloud killed someone in prison. So that's (laughs) great. I would get bangs. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Just bangs. I would just get bangs. The the rest is still as Still bald. So good. Yeah. yeah. It's a a shitty dad joke, but I used to make the joke. I was like, I never wash my face because I don't know where to stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's an innocent little like giggle joke, but it's like, where would my bangs start? I think they'd have to start like where my hairline used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, know? you get to decide. I mean, that's that is true. true. It's like when yeah, people get their bangs. eyebrows done, like if they have like severe alopecia or something, mm-hmm. or, like it just doesn't grow there. Like my lunch lady, she would do that. She got her <laughs> eyebrows yeah. tattooed on. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's like a, uh, there's a thing. Like, yeah, there's, there's the like microblading a, yes, thing. Yeah. Yes, microblading. Yeah. She, I think she, it was before microblading because this lady was just like, black she just, ball. She just black got, ball. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> she just got, t- <laughs> it was very obvious. It was not nice looking. And then there's the singer, uh, Amanda Palmer, who actually has like oh, yeah. very ornate, like almost ivy oh. kind of as a design on her eyebrows. This is cool. But no, I'd get bangs. bangs. That's pretty good. I love it. End episode. Bot off. End episode. <laughs> Okay, now you're eating the headphones. Come on. <laughs> Get out of here. If you want, hop onto the bed and I will pet you there. This is how the outro is starting to say. <laughs> Guys, we are here with uh, the Feel Feelings mascot, Ignatius J. Pup, who is being a indecisive little turd. <laughs> uh, that was the episode. Podcast. It is an yeah. indecisive little turd of a podcast. <laughs> and we love it and we appreciate you listening um so yeah that was uh the episode thank you so guys so much for listening did charles give you any plugs through the through the internet at all no because currently everything seems to be on hold but uh that makes a lot of sense find i did not think Blizzard of that <laughs> on b-l-y-z-a-r-d on social media mm-hmm. very, very oh. funny follow on twitter i'm just putting that together that it's blizzard Yes, like a snowstorm. Wow. He's a snowstorm of a person. He really is. He's one of my favorite comedians. If you ever, honestly, and I don't mean this to be insulting, if you have a chance to see Charles Blisnick perform live, uh, wait till he walks off stage. It's my favorite bit. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Blisnick has the best walk-off I've ever seen in my life. Because comics, I feel like comics have an inane thing of like timing, where like we kind of know when five minutes is up. and and you'll watch Charles and you'll be like, okay, four minutes, 45 seconds. How's, how is he going to wrap this joke up? And then he just does it perfectly every time. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he's, what a he's fantastic very talented. Guest. He's once, very talented. Once shows are up and running again, go find him. He's yes. hilarious. And also check out any of those virtual open mics and shows that people are doing. A lot of them are being done to support uh, people out of work right now for um, like uh, wait staff and and anyone in the service industry really uh, seek those out. If you can give, give to that. If you're uh, bumming out because you're kind of out of work, kind of like I am, uh, I don't really have anything to do. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out. We're not doing anything. Come, come yeah. talk to us. If you got feelings, find us on the internet. Feel feelings yep. pod on everything. Oh, and we have uh, ridiculously dumb t-shirts now. That's right. Go get a t-shirt. Uh, uh, we'll post the link up there with a couple. I think we did post the previews of them on Instagram. The uh, the Instagram has the pictures and a link to the T Public page is in the bio there. Fantastic! Um, I'm gonna get have, one, and I'm gonna pay for it. And we got all the time afraid of boats. <laughs> we are ridiculous people, but anyway, that is the show. Thank you guys so much. We'll post a picture of Iggy when this episode comes out. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Hot off. Later.